0: Honestly, hourly pay as a whole should, in most, especially, I will only speak for creative,
1: should just be gone. I hate it. I think it's so, like, I have. What if someone's like, yo, 95 an hour?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the No Fold Podcast. Guys, I don't know about you, but that intro music kind of fire flame
1: flame flame flame
0: And also gotta be honest with you guys We may or may not have never heard the music before never heard
1: this But it's, it's gonna be there. <laughs> it's be gonna be doped. Yeah, yeah, because we told ourselves that we were gonna throw it in there and we were like, "Yo, We're gonna add that here. That's gonna be our intro, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah." so uh, uh applause for that Wow, um, but I'm musical Sutton, and today
0: i'm joined by none other than This week's special guest, first time ever on the podcast. (laughs) First time ever
1: on the podcast?
0: We have... Matt Floyd. We're so glad to have you, Matt Floyd. So tell me, (laughs) what have you been doing with your life? Bro,
1: this ain't my first rodeo. This is my house. I invited you here. It's actually pronounced apartment. Okay, brother. (laughs) Anyways, it's been a good week. I, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. It's been hot, like really hot. So it's been hard to really try to get stuff done like the last two days. Like, thank God I bought air conditioning when I did because that stuff's like on the black market now. Like, it's nearly impossible. I had a friend try to sh- shop for like an AC unit, like a window unit yesterday. It took him like six hours to find one that was like decent. And he was like on his phone, just scrolling away. And I was like, bro. And he's like, dude, if I don't find one, I ain't going home tonight. Like, cause he's like, it's so damn hot. Dude, I'm my gonna mom. Die.
0: My mom was looking around for AC units. I'm not too sure why. We have like seven, but <laughs> just she, for the dog. She found an LG AC unit that someone was selling for $900. LG doesn't even sell an AC unit for $900. Someone
1: made that up. Someone stuck a sticker on it. They just went supply,
0: demand, bam. My mom found a fan that she sold at a garage sale two days ago for $10. She found the exact same fan on OfferUp for $50. My mom found a bladeless fan. I'm not talking Dyson. I'm talking they said works great but needs blades. (laughs) For like $85. (laughs) What is it just going to do? It's going... It's just gonna whir. <laughs> it
1: doesn't blow air or anything. So just, the motors just turning. Where on. do you get fan uh, blades? Uh, this feels so good. It's a new thing. This is a, It's the fan. or is the. It
0: it's the mindset blade? fan. Yeah. The It's fan. the Wim Hof type beat.
1: That's not a Dyson that actually doesn't work. God, dude, I couldn't imagine. But yeah, <laughs> it so it's it's
0: hot here, um, and in other news.
1: Yeah, what's what's uh, I'm trying to think. We did the Shopify thing. That was crazy. And then um, it looks like David Dobrik's latest episode, Triller, on the map. Triller was like, Oh, Yo, yeah, David
0: Dobrik's newest podcast, solid boy. like 6.9 out of 10. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty decent, yeah. I gotta admit. I'd also,
1: be- Matt, I don't know about you,
0: but I mean, I'm kind of kind of crippled today.
1: Yo, this guy. How did you even hurt yourself? This man walks in and crutches, Okay. Granted. Because the doctor told me to, okay. Because again, could told me to, I only wear crutches. No. You rebel. You're a no folder, dude. So what do you do? You kick the crutches to the curb I, and you say, hey, mother. But, like, <laughs> in the most polite way, because you know you're going to get demonetized if you say it out loud. I'm not wearing those things.
0: Thought about it. Thought about just throwing them in the bush. But then your mom was there and you're like, ah. Oh. Bro, I couldn't, couldn't do it. It's how they get you. They go, oh, yeah, it looks like you're pretty injured, bro. You're going to need these crutches for the next seven days.
1: Oh, my God. Seven days.
0: Yeah. And the crutches Ooh. were a fair bit of money. So that's, like, Stupid. Um, But, yeah, so uh, I'm dedicated to this podcast because I had to crutch down the hallway holding a water bottle, and that was pretty epic and very loud, and I felt very awkward. But we're here now, and, Matt, I wanted to to jump on the podcast and talk to you about some creator news that I just found out recently. Yeah. The amount, of, the amount of times he's going to do that in this podcast.
1: Uh, we don't have a sound machine yet, so i got to make my own sounds, guys. Um, it, the sound machine is coming, everyone, okay? We're going to have one of those like little pads. It's like, you hit these sounds. We're going to have an applause one. I can't wait to use that i got to be honest. This is why we don't have guests in the podcast. Probably. But It's going to be so great. For in Creator News. Hey, keep it down out there. It's one of my dogs chewing on a freaking bone right around the door. Jeez. Okay, go ahead. Creator News. In creator news,
0: Colin and Samir had ARAC back on their own show this last week. And ARAC's most viewed video, which is what would happen if you hired 50 bodyguards, revealed on the show that 75% of the video is dubbed over. Because they lost the audio. Wow. I've tried to watch it over to find where. And they did, like, an insane job because it's just, like, you can't tell at all. But where, so when did they lose the audio, you said? They said 75% of the video. They said just, like, the Zoom, one of them was plugged in wrong, and the other one was, like, not plugged in fully or came undone. So they had to, like, go back in, re-record all the lines, and bring back in, like, the security guards who spoke the most to re-say stuff. So they literally had to rehire them just to do voiceover stuff.
1: Jeez, the so, amount of
0: work holy moly exactly and it was a video that eric was like i don't know if this is a good idea but i guess we'll put it out god dude that's but i think it segues perfectly into this week because today we're talking about creator struggles
1: the struggle bus
0: the struggle bus this is the struggle bus podcast only on the no fold podcast
1: we're telling you just the 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 real shit that no one wants to deal with but you're like yo it happens and this is just how you have to kind of like this is how we got through it i feel like yeah there's moments what was one of your first questions i know you said you had a couple of questions. yeah so we have so. a
0: couple we have a couple like questions for each other just to kind of like spark up some interest. Maybe we'll do another one of these episodes where you yeah. guys come up with the questions. I, I want some questions. You never coming. know. It all depends on if I melt by the end of this podcast. It is hot.
1: Hot. Yes. I'm like literally like I think about like cutting a hole in the one of these doors or literally just like punching a hole in this wall. Sunroof? And like Yo, yeah, sunroof. Is like, is there a draft in here somewhere? Because literally, there's nothing in here. You're just
0: on the second floor, so it just goes all the way up. Yeah. You're just like, hi neighbor.
1: Yeah, I want to open this window, but I just know there's a bunch of like downtown sound. This is gonna be annoying to like have to edit out. So hey, oh, also by the way, everyone, you guys don't know this. This is another creative struggle that I think is just really funny. So the last couple episodes, I've really moved my mic a lot to the point where this man over here threw a little temper tantrum and was like hey man can't have you touching the mic and moving it because like it's going off and like i'm trying to edit it and it's making too much sound and like too many different things and so like if you can just like put the mic down on this area and don't touch the stand or whatever you know what i gotta say to that deal with it deal with it
0: I gotta appreciate though that somehow I say don't touch the mic stand, and you manage to just make noise with your mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> done. He's just like, how how bad how annoying can I make this edit?
1: It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. This is this is real life. This is what you're gonna get if you were in a room with us and you were having a conversation. The real. that's facts so that was a creative struggle that i thought was really funny but granted it is staying put and it's doing a lot better this week maybe i bumped my mouth and my nose with it a couple of times but other than that like pretty good besides that one slap but i just had to make it known to like jank boom go continue (laughs) but yeah
0: we're talking all about today all about creative struggles things we've ran into just to kind of like give our own experience to help you guys, you know? It's more like a, like, experience as advice thing. We mm-hmm. don't have, like, the keys to success or anything, but we can don't just have talk. You steps? No, nah, bro. Again, we're not creative pep talk. Just want to make that very clear. Andy J. Pizza, you want to come on this podcast and be creative pep talk, feel free. But this question that I had kind of inspired the entire podcast because I've been thinking about it for the last, like, week. As you know, we do these weekly. Um, so Matt, what is your biggest regret on your creative journey?
1: Biggest regret on the journey so far. That's a tough one. I don't know if I have like a true regret yet. More of just like the regret of... Like, what makes
0: you think back and you just, like, cringe or you're like, frick, I should have done that. Or, like, you you could have gone left and you chose to go right. And if you would have gone left, you would have made Dogecoin money. like
1: I think it was when I decided to move back here from New York. I think it wasn't like it was a negative or a positive, but either way that path of like me working for Gary Vee and VaynerMedia would have kept going forward no matter what based off of like me as a person and that corporation. Who knows where I'd be right now if I was still there doing stuff. Granted, I'd probably continue to be pushing myself like I am here, but just in a totally different setting. Um, So it's not really regret, but more of just like, If you could be like, if you could do an alternate timeline for a certain amount of time, like say like two years and you're like, yo, two years, two timelines at the same time, what would happen? And like be able to see it all play out. I'd be very intrigued to see me like being like a creative director at like an agency or like at another ad agency, like running a full team within the next like two to three years of, if, of, if I stayed there at that time. Like, that would have been a really cool moment because it was just something that I've always worked towards, like, most of my life is, like, trying to get to that next, next level. And, like, that was, like, the pinnacle of, like, agency stuff, especially working with Gary V. So, it was super cool. But it was, like, yo, what if this, like, doesn't work? And then in my head, I was, like, you know what? I should just go back to Portland. I can do my own thing. And then when I got back, I was, like, yo, what if I stayed like what would really have happened? I don't think anything bad would have happened. I would just kept pushing and then COVID would have happened and that would mess up the whole world no matter what. So that it is what it is. But I think that would be my most regretful slash curious decision I've made. Because a lot of people are like, yo, why the hell did you leave? Like, why? And I was like, I honestly like I can't tell you a hundred percent. I just knew in my gut that it was like, yo, I need to head back cause I ain't me right now. Like I'm not as creative as I used to be. Yes, I was working a ton, but that was the thing. I was just working a ton. I wasn't like stretching my creative mind. Cause we were just in a all out like broad, like rush of just content, content, content that I was not actually being able to like take a step back and be like, yo, let's make something fun. Like I couldn't think about that. So I think that's why I did it. But then I look back and I'm like, was there a full like bad moment that they were like, yo, This ain't for me. I'm out of here. I don't think so. I think it was just like, man, I felt right and I wanted to come back to Portland. I missed my wife slash fiance at the time because I was engaged and I was over there. So I was like, yo, like maybe not right now, but maybe in the future we'll move back. Who knows? So that's it right there in a nutshell. Interesting. But nothing crazy. Uh, Oh, if I would have done something differently, I would have not done late night DJ videos till like three in the morning for like 25 bucks how did you do that i I that was one of the few things dude
0: for all y'all like creatives out there i have done like i've done my fair share of like free work in the past but like there's a difference between like free work for exposure and then 25 (laughs) dollars Bro. As soon as you put a price tag on it, they ain't shouting you
1: out. They ain't yeah. doing crap. You are an employee. Yeah. And that's where it was like I I didn't know my worth yet. And I was just so hungry to like just make stuff that I never wanted money to come into the way of me making something cool or growing or learning something new. Yeah. So that's how I always looked at it. But in reality, I was like, bro, you could at least like said a hundred bucks and I still would have done it. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. I just said 25 cause it was like oh, I, a lunch. That's yeah, a lunch. Bro. that was like dinner one night. That was like me going to Taco Bell and spending like 15 bucks. And I'm like, all right, I got enough for gas later. Luckily I was working jobs through all this. So I wasn't just doing this. So all you creators out there that are like, yo, you can just like do this and make enough money. I'm like, you can, but you're gonna live very scarce.
0: I yeah, that's that's not. I think the least I've ever done something for yeah, what's is the, what's
1: the least you've done? That's like still chargeable, but it's not for you?
0: like I still made money. Yeah, Um I'm just curious. I don't know if this counts, but I went and shot photos of a baby right after being born. My worst nightmare. Just kidding. Um, and I said they said like seventy five bucks is that work and i was like no nah, i could do like 150 and they're like we don't have that type of money and i was like still early on as a creative so i was like friggin i'll do it for free and then because it was a baby why wouldn't you and i went and just shot the baby some of the most uh weirdly lightroom mishmash photos i've ever done <laughs> and did
1: you clone stamp anything like did you give it like a third arm or something no i i just like i
0: i just the the color was just all all over the place but they love the photos and yeah. then like two weeks later um at church they just walked up and handed me an envelope and they were like 75 bucks here you go and i was like whoa i still have it on my wall because i was like that was the first time i ever got paid to do something creative
1: yo it's wild because like one of the first jobs that I did was for this uh, food truck. And no lie, this last Sunday, they hit me up about a video that I shot for them four years ago. Almost, yeah. Four years ago now. And it was like, it's good, but it's nowhere near where I'm at now. Like, I look at it and I'm like, what was I doing? It's like one of those old YouTube videos that you watch and you're like, go... Yo, who is that and who was filming that and why? Like, that's not good content. Yeah. Like I saw it and they were like, yeah, can we get like access to that video? Cause like we, we still need it. And I'm like, bro, I, I'm down to shoot you a 10 times better video now. Like, don't, I don't want that to be like the last video that still is like meaningful to you and you still blast it out on socials. Like, I don't want to see that shit again. So like, let me help you make a whole new one. And they were like, yo, we would be so down to do that and like fully compensate you. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. So like, that's so you make a quick
0: 50 bucks, bro.
1: 75, man. I can't go lower than you now.
0: That's true. That's true can't go past the, the young dogs
1: it's wild like i did do that stuff and it's so funny and people are like why would you do that your work is you're valuable and i was like yes it is but at the same time like i look back at that work and i'm like bro i wouldn't have paid 200 bucks for that shit yeah like that's what i don't think people understand is that like you got to be good and, like, good will get you to, like, greatness and to success of what you're doing. But if you're average or just below average, why would someone pay you a stupid amount of money to market? I think it's a generational thing. Though. Like,
0: I honestly, uh, like, well, for one, like, I I started my creative, like, getting paid journey as soon as I got out of high school. Um, But I have never charged, like, really low for anything because... I, like, I realized through, like, I do, like, a lot of work in a church with, I used to do a lot with him, uh, but I realized I was, like, swinging with these, like, with you and with other people who were charging, like, thousands of dollars for shoots, and I'm, like, if they are coming to me and asking me for my help or saying this, like, my stuff's good, why should I be charging any less than they do? You know, that's where I'm like, if they're already valuing themselves at that, I can just value myself there too because we're on the
1: same level. True, but question: How many clients have you actually had and been successful with, and still have to this day?
0: I lost one client to Fiverr pretty recently. It was pretty rough. I I got kind of upset, but it was fine.
1: That's tough. But that's it. Like, how many clients have you had to date? Well,
0: you that, know, right? you know me, bro. I, I post YouTube videos, so like.
1: Well, see, that's that's the other whole than other that's than the catch twenty two though.
0: See, if I back in the day when I was doing client work and that was something like I enjoyed doing, it's not really something I enjoyed too much anymore because like it's client work for me is weird. It's like it's that's one of my biggest creative struggles. Is like not a lot of like I end up being really right and no one listens, <laughs> so it gets really annoying. Maybe it's like,
1: not picking the right clients.
0: I know, but at the same time, like like. Client work is something I enjoy, but like, I feel like for me, I enjoy more like a brand deal type relationship with a client. Like if honey was like, Hey, you have 30 seconds, do whatever. That's fun.
1: But what I'm saying is, has that happened?
0: Not yet. I mean, I'm still working on the YouTube. So, I mean, for me, it's like working with like the client. I mean, I have one client right now. I work for a guy at a restaurant. Um, but like having that client just to supplement everything else that I do is like really nice. You know, because like client work, I enjoy, but like I also enjoy like having a say. So I feel like for me, it's like if I was like to work on YouTube, like build that clout, you know? Yeah. And then people are like, "We're hiring you for you. We're I not hiring it. you just as another videographer or another yeah. cinematographer," you know?
1: Yeah. No, like I, I totally get that. My mindset was like, you can never not do too many videos. You can never not do too much work. Depends on what kind of work though. Yes. Like work that you want to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like
1: I, the reason I didn't turn down stuff is because I knew every time I made an edit, it would get better. Yeah. So the more I could do that, that's the 10,000 hour rule that I'm a firm believer in. Yeah, that, like you don't reach a perfection or a level of like greatness until you put in the time, like serious time, the no fun, no like cameras are looking, no like, oh, I'm hanging out with my friends on the weekend and we're like living it up with my paycheck here and there, like the no fun zone. Yeah, Like it just sucks. Subtitling videos for like 20 hours straight. I've had to do that before and it's not fun but what it does is every time stuff like that happens it's like yo i'm getting better and better at something that i want to be the best at that's it so at the end of the day for me it's like you can you can throw a, a money sticker on like whatever you want but until you show me like the amount of stuff you've created and what that path looks like like This is where I started. Here's my videos. Here's my creative. Here's my execution on brand stuff to where I'm at now. Yo, cool. But like you're like this is what I have to talk to my own brothers about. Like you're just in that same boat as everyone else. Talks a big, big game and says, yo, I deserve a thousand dollars because people are coming to me about stuff. They're coming to you about stuff because there's also like a sense of like thinking outside of your own brain. So like I know you're creative in a way that I'm not creative. So I'm gonna reach out to you in ways that I wouldn't reach out to someone else because I'm no. I'm gonna say, yo, Zeke's gonna have the brain capacity to like think through this in this spectrum, whereas I'm not gonna think that way. So maybe he's gonna add something to this that I don't think about. Like that's the cool part. That's the cool part about like good friends out there that you're working with that have that kind of mindset rather than just be like, yo, like, so when are you going to do something? Cause like, I want to be a part of it. It's like, cool, but you're just riding my coattail. Like why don't you be doing something and we getting better at what we do each other challenging each other week after week. This is why we made the podcast is like, we're always trying to push the limit of what we can physically do and what we want to creatively do. So that's where I'm at. It's tough because I've had people like, oh, why do you do something for 25 bucks? It's not about the money for me. Money was just like, oh, they, a lot of people don't think about something. Like you're not just going to give someone something for free without them expecting something in return. It's like human psychology. So it's like, if you throw $25 on it, they're like, well, this is only a $25 video. That's how most people think. I don't think of it that way. I think of like, okay, this is a video that yes, it's good. It could be better, but I don't know how much better it can become until I actually do it. Yeah. That's the thing that's like always been the kicker for me. And that's where it's like I still make videos to this day that are probably way underpriced than other people would say and be like, why are you charging that? Like, it's so dumb. Well, because I do a million other things that make a million other dollars for me. Not exactly a million dollars yet, but I'm working on it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like. This is like my livelihood. Like if it was my livelihood, probably a different story. But I know in my head that I'm going to survive on all these other like streams of income that this right here I can continue to get better at. And I don't need to have the like level to have the, the parameter level to be how much I make from a video rather than just me make shit until it finally fucking pops. And then that's when people are like, yo, he's making a movie and he's doing that with what budget? What? What? And then that's when people are like, yo, we need that guy here because he's thinking outside the box rather than just the biggest paycheck in the building. That's the end of the spiel. That was a spiel, bro. bro. But I, it, I'm passionate about it because so many people, like, they're just like, why, why? And it's almost like they're looking down on me. And I'm. it's not that I have, like, a chip on my shoulder. I'm just like, no, like. There's so much opportunity out there and so many people don't try because they're like, yo, they're not willing to pay me for it. And granted, yeah, like if that's your livelihood, yes. I think it's all a mindset thing.
0: I think it all comes down to if you're someone who's like, I'm not going to do that thing unless it's paid, that's a whole different mindset than saying I understand my worth. I cannot do that thing unless it's paid. You know, like I feel like Everyone as a creative understands it. It's like if if you get the opportunity to like collab with someone, but you have to pay for the flight, you're gonna pay for the flight if it's a good enough collab or whatever. Or if you get to edit a video for a super famous artist and they'll post it no matter what it is because they like your work, they just won't pay you. You're gonna do it because of the exposure Mm -hmm. most of the time. Like stuff like that is like cool, but I feel like in a lot of other like regards, it's like sometimes it's just not smart to take. Like work for smaller for a brand that doesn't like give you any like benefit outside of that. You know, like if you're working for like a small place and it's like, like I think on the come up though, I think it is a flex when you're coming up, like starting a creative journey, like to be like, I got paid $25 to do that. And I just started doing this three months ago. Like that's a flex. yeah But you know, if you're like five years deep in it and you're like, I got paid 150 bucks. It's like, that's on you now.
1: That's well, and that's back to the, the hours of experience you put in. Yeah, Like, if you've been doing this shit for five to seven years, then hopefully, by God, you're good at what you do. Because if not, then you might need to pick another path. Seriously. it's just like, that's a lot of time. So that's where it's like, I understand that completely. It's when you're, like, just starting out and you're, like, you have some very good, like, natural like abilities with certain things and certain technical stuff that you're like, wow, like that person just picked it up way faster than the average person does. They're gifted in that way. Awesome. Like use that to your advantage. That doesn't mean you're Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're Picasso and you're just making the next big beeple painting. Like, no, it's just more of something like, yo, you're gonna get better at it. You have a a knack for it. Get really good at it. And like take crazy amount of jobs if you can. still live that's where I believe Gary Vee stuff where some other stuff I'm just like yo that's wild like I ain't doing that and stuff but it was one thing something that he was like yo like don't overestimate the value the value of like doing work for little to nothing because like people see that and if they see greatness in you and they see like how good you are and they're not and they see that you're not doing it for the money then that's when they're like yo come work for me And that's the next like that's not like building the ladder in an agency that's like going here and then throwing the freaking like Batman thing up to the top and zip lining up. Like that's immediately when they see it because they're like, yo, this guy ain't here for the money. He's here for us to be successful and to do really cool shit. Now that's where you're going to get. So I think it's a balance.
0: I think. Yeah, I think it's a A balance of like a balance beam. Kind of honestly, well, I feel like it's like a I've, for well, I mean, for me, creative hot take slash struggle bus. Hot take, honestly, as a creative, hourly pay is the dumbest thing ever and shouldn't be allowed, like genuinely.
1: Yeah, as an industrial thing, like an industrial
0: revolution, honestly, hourly pay as a whole should in most, it, especially, oh, I will only speak for creative, should just be gone. I hate it. I think it's so, like, I have what if
1: someone's like, yo, 95 an hour you're like, that's dumb. I still, okay, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> imagine a, just,
0: imagine <laughs> you're getting paid $95 an hour. Let's just say 20, so it's easier math for our no-fold uh, melting in the hot sun brains. Um, you are getting paid like 20, 30 bucks an hour and you have to edit, let's say a podcast or you have to edit a YouTube video, you have to edit multiple YouTube videos or a TikTok hourly pay encourages you to be slower because you won't you make more money the longer that you exchange time for it. So
1: yes, I see that like, mindset. I
0: hate that. Cuz like it's it's like like if I'm editing a video, I the client the client is the only one who wins if I edit that video faster. If I if I take 6 hours to edit that video, the client gets a great video, I get like x amount of money if it's like 30 bucks an hour i get 180 bucks if i can edit that video in three hours the client still gets the exact same video i only get half the amount of money or you just say yo bro 200 bucks for this video and then if you get it done in three hours you still make the money that you think you're worth
1: yeah that's why you don't ever show them like how much it is an hour exactly you like how i do every project is people are like yo like how many hours is this gonna take because hourly pay is the efficient way for like tax benefits and like 1099s to not throw you on like a w2 or w4 salary like that's where it's like that's why hourly exists so like i see it from like a 1099 like freelancer like tax-free stuff point of view and so what you do is you don't say Hey guys, like, this is a cool edit. It's gonna take me about, like, you can tell them, you can be like, yo, it's gonna take me about like five hours. And they're like, all right, cool. Reality is, like, that one video can actually take me an hour. Exactly. But I told them five because I know I'm gonna put a cushion on myself. So, like, that's where you gotta be good at, like, not sales, but like selling yourself. And I think a lot of creatives don't do that at all. Creatives just think, like, And that's why I'm not truly a creative creative. I'm more of like a performance creative. So I think of like, okay, how can I like benefit the most use of this time? Which is why like for you to say like, I'm just going to like lag on this job or lag on this project because it's going to take, I I want it to be paid by the hour. So if I'm like getting paid only so much an hour, I'm going to take that project and do it for seven hours to get more money from it. My brain is the exact opposite. My brain is like, bro, you are wasting your time right now when in reality you could be getting another deal or another job with someone else. Go ahead and clock this shit out at like two hours and get it done. And then poof, next one. Yeah. Boom. Like that's how my mind works. Whereas like you said, and I've never thought of about it that way, where it's like the opposite of a mindset like that is to like, I'm going to take as long as I can to get the most amount of money for this. Because I know there's more work out there. That's my problem. I know there's another job out there. I know there's another client that needs this shit, especially in today's age i mean it's i mean but it's
0: still like balances out you know if you do like two hour video for this amount then you switch over to the next client you do another two hours like it's still like at the end of the day you're still like just cranking out more content but then you're actually putting in more work to get an equal amount of money because you have to like you know it's it's so weird
1: yeah so you gotta you gotta value yourself at like how much you're actually worth yeah like you're not gonna value yourself at $30 an hour. You're gonna value yourself at 65 an hour.
0: Yeah, it's like, cre- creative work is like, one of those things where, for me, like, for one, people never, they always underestimate the number, always. You're like, oh yeah, so we'll do this much, like- Always like, coming high, Like that client always. I missed out on Fiverr, I was like, yo, so- Bro, you gotta beat by Fiverr. Yeah, because it's a race to the bottom.
1: It's so funny yes I know it's so true but I just think it's so funny with Fiverr it's like yo those guys like I just see someone like straight up just on the computer to you I can do it in 5 minutes for $5 and you're like fuck I can't beat that like give it to them. dude ex- exactly
0: like it's it's so like I don't understand it but but. it's not
1: really true creative it's just copy and paste yeah it's like uh, what one of our friends says the plug and play method it's like easy yeah already templated out they just go use a template yeah and it's like cool like if that's for you awesome but you don't want true creative then you just want something that's creative not creative approach yeah like, yeah it's just different than what a person would throw just text on a screen and be like yeah here's your ad it's like no like give me a cool picture give me a cool design that's like okay that's just like subjective creative that you can throw it on fiverr yeah and someone can make something and i think
0: i think that's i think that's why it's a generational shift is like your generation i mean you're you jumped in this creative stuff around the same time i did or kind of but like the older ish creative generation had to deal with that whole thing of just like the templates and all that stuff. And like the newer generation sees the templates and is like, that's a, that's a template. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to charge less than this amount. Cause you're getting me, you're getting my experience, my work, my brain, my, like it is so much more than just like, like flipping patties or like whatever else you do. That's just like, you are literally paying for your, just their time. Yes. Like, there's so much more to it when it comes to being a creative. And that's why like, I feel like I like value myself a lot higher yeah because i'm just like i i know for a fact my brain doesn't stop thinking especially when it comes to if i'm given a project or an idea it's like you are getting me 24 seven even even if you think you're only paying or you're paying so much you are literally getting me for the length of this project non-stop
1: what i could say is like are you this is a question for you are you just like tripling down on one thing and being really good at that or are you trying to like Diverse into multiple different creative things to be really good at all those things, or is it just like one or two things and that's it, and then that's where you value your pride and your money and everything from?
0: I only diversify if there's a reason for it,
1: like I'm the exact opposite, as you know, but yeah, curious.
0: I only die so, like, YouTube, heart and soul, uh-huh. that's what I love to do. That's where I like put in a lot of my effort, um, even if it doesn't really show, but my brain, I was is about thinking. to say, I was
1: like. Where the video though,
0: <laughs> we put a we see a compilation of every time I've said that and every time you've go. I was about to say, um, but I need to finish my video so I can make an update and say that I'm gonna boot and it ruined my summer and I my life is over. Um, but and then, like, what was the... but I like for this podcast. Like yeah. I feel like I like I diversified into this podcast because I wanted it as an encouragement to continue to make like content mm-hmm. and to continue to use it as a place to be like, oh well, I couldn't upload this on my channel, but I could do it on the No Fold channel. Yeah. Like, or like obviously I'm gonna be dealing with audio. I might as well use this as an ability to learn audio, bring in people who know more than I do, teach me how to do stuff. You know, it's just like like diversify with a purpose. Like I have this one client because of the fact that I have more creative control. I uh, and they pay, it pays my bills so I can keep doing YouTube. I can keep coming to do this podcast. Like yeah. I am, I am okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean like, I feel Unless like there's you a, get like hella bills. Yeah. You're like <laughs> there, there's a, there's a rhyme and a reason for just wanting to learn like everything. But I've found that if you learn everything, you forget that there's other people that know those things too. Yeah. Like, oh, if, like if you learn like 50 things in like the span of three months because you needed to, you're like, oh crap, I could have hired. Oh crap, I could, I totally have the money to just like hire an assistant or hire a graphic designer or hire this. Like you like totally could have built a team. But like would you just know everything, your brain's just like, no, we don't need that, bro. We can do it to like 50% of their quality and that's all bro. we
1: need. Yeah. So that right there. Like you hit the nail on the head with why I do what I do now. I'm not an expert at one thing, but more of just understanding that workflow, understanding that world in the essence of like, if you gave me a thousand foot view, I could show you what this and this is. Could I tell you exactly where, what, why it does what it does for a reason and why it's supposed to help the client every time? Probably not that's where I'm like yo but we have a developer yo we have a designer yo we have this guy but if anything ever happens and the clients like I want this but I don't know how to tell that person this that's when they come to me and I go yo you know what you actually are talking about this right and they're like yes no one's getting it cool go to designer designer yo I need this in a certain dynamic template actually created in layers given back to me in just a photoshop file no vectors no pngs just all photoshop files oh dope okay click click hey client are you happy with this yes boom ten thousand more dollars next month that they're gonna pay for us to be their agents or agency That's the stuff that's gold that I'm not actually like going in there and doing all the actual shit that needs to be done. Granted, I am here and there to get better at what I'm doing right now when it comes to like paid media, SEO, different things. And I'm like, yo, this is a wild world and it's massive. I'm not building like HTML websites. But if you were to say like, hey, we need an HTML website, I'd be like, you know what? Have you looked at this? Have you set up your DNS? And have you got an actual hosting and domain registrar set up? They're like, uh, uh, no. I don't have to go to so-and-so and be like, hey, what's this? Hey, what's that? And then be like, okay, client, yeah. Like, I don't have to do any of that shit once I know what it is. It's just a matter of knowing it but not being the best at it. That's why I love doing what I do because that's the program manager slash project manager's duty is to know that world, figure out what's working, what's not, and continue that progression forward rather than just be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to spin our wheels for the next three months because no one really knows where we're at and why we're doing what we're doing. That's what most people are just working to do is just working and doing their job very well, which is awesome. My brain just doesn't work that way. Yeah. So but to your point, it's really cool to see it the opposite way of like. Hey, like, this is something that I'm really passionate about, and I'm gonna be really good at this, and I don't really need to diversify myself into all these other things. That's cool. Like, we need people just like that, just as much as you need people that are very diversified across all platforms. I just was like, yo, like, I know I'm not gonna be the best video editor. Like, I watch YouTube videos, you watch good people, you're like, Shh. that's a lot of hours, that's a lot of time, and a lot of years that they put into seeing something like that being made. I don't want to do that. Granted, it'd be cool to say I could do that eventually, but I don't want to spend that much time doing that. Cause, like, at the end of the day, that's not like what makes me happy is making an awesome video. It's more of like helping the next person with their business or building this or starting a merch line or starting this podcast. Like, that's fun for me. Cause it's like, it's unknown territory, unknown waters. And I'm like, yo, that's the no fold mindset. It's like, all right, cool. Get our floaties, get our 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 oars. We're just gonna start fucking going, and we're gonna get somewhere. And then eventually, we're gonna look up and be like, "Yo, look how far we've gone already." And it's like, "Oh, but like we got this mass just chilling in the back row right here." And you're like, "Bro, put it up!" Shroom, now we're fucking sailing. Like that's the stuff that that's fun, 'cause then that's when you figure stuff out, and it's like hacks, and then it just gets so much more efficient down the road that it's almost like. It's almost like highway robbery at some point because then us as the creatives know what's going to make us money. And it's just like, but we've creatively done it so well now that it's like, yo, it's not even a nuisance or a problem or uh, a headache for us. It's like, yo, this is going to pay us another 10 grand. Yo, we need 10 grand for this video. Okay, cool. Let's write this down. Let's reach out to this person. Let's hit this this sales team up. Let's hit this brand up. We know they're going to do this. Like, that's when like you're building shit and that's where it's just like no one or everyone's just like how is he just making videos like that's all they see but they don't see all this other stuff that's like building in the background that's just like taking over like you're kicking down the door to a house it's not like hey we want to work together it's like no you're actually in my house now let's go like upstairs we're gonna get shit done that's the cool shit so I know I elaborated a ton, and I just picked it up because I, I was I'm I'm going for it, you dude. Said, you said a thousand foot view, and then proceeded to sky dive, sky bomb into the
0: ground at a hundred miles an hour. Ooh, yeah, and I just sat there on the grass, getting a my nice little grass allergy, going, "Oh wow, that's a big crater but, you left there, Matt Floyd."
1: Okay, so but now the, like the floor is yours, though. Yo. So yeah. like, what do you say about? Do you me? have any questions for me? I gave you that question, remember? Yeah, you gave me that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other question. Sorry, I've forgotten we had two. Um, I think my other one was in the scheme of like what you're doing creative now, what would you do if like you were just starting out in today's like time right now as a creative? If it was like video, photo, you had a camera and you wanted to do YouTube, what would you say to someone that's just starting now that's like yo it's way too late youtube's taken over or like wow like anyone can create a channel nowadays but it's that one out of a million person like is it really one out of a million or is it actually possible to like grow to that next level in today's stage um for like youtubers especially like some of you're passionate about
0: i gotta appreciate the, that the future of youtube is within friendship Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really cool going into, like, like, I feel like, like, there was, like, the groups, like, the face Clans and the Clout Houses and the Sidemen, you know, like, back in the day, where it's like, wow, that can never happen. But now, like, the only way to grow now is just, like, to find your friends. You said back in the day?
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're so relevant. I'm, I'm gonna tear that whole idea up, actually. <laughs> Yo, cut that out. Like, don't, don't, yeah, that whole, like, Hype House thing, yeah. Yeah, let's not do any more. Continue. <laughs> hype House irrelevant.
0: Um... <laughs> But I feel like it's, like, you see all these content creators blow up not because of, like, them, but it's because of, like, the people they have around them. Whether it be their girlfriend or their friends mm-hmm. or their group of friends or their roommates or, like, stuff like that. Like, they're, these people are able to, like, like just have fun and just, like, enjoy it. And I I mean, I feel like that's also attributed to, like, like the COVID stuff, yeah. too. People are like, wow, they're hanging out with people. that I want to do that. But at the same time, like, it's still stayed. And people are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if, like, my best advice for like anyone who wanted to be a YouTuber and it's something that I'm trying to like follow too, it's just like start from the very, uh, your close-knit people and then just go out and out farther. Grab your friends. Say you want to film a YouTube video. If film it once with them, if they go, that was awkward, I never want to do that again. Okay, cool. Axe them off the list and then find more people hit up go on exactly go on discord go to go go to the middle of the street in a town and see if anyone like goes like oh you a youtuber and then just like pull them in your video you know like stuff like that like find find like-minded people who are just down to just film with you because mm-hmm. they enjoy it just as much as you two, you do That's and like that will like uh, not only will it like push you to make better content and make just content in general, because it's really hard to do like creative stuff alone. Yeah. Um, it it's it's just easy. makes it like 10 times more fun mm-hmm. just to like do stuff. Even if it's just like, like I was telling my friend recently, who's like wanting to be a gaming content creator. I was like, just like, if you don't want to film alone, just film whatever you're going to do alone and just be in a discord call with a bunch of people and screen mm-hmm. share it. Yeah. Just have them commentate over your stupidness. Like, you know, like you'll yeah, have cool. more fun and the video will be more entertaining because you'll have three or four other different perspectives on whatever weird flash game you're playing or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, like, that's I feel cool. like, like, I feel like that's what people need to think about moving forward. And I feel like there's other things like you can succeed as like a solo creator, but not, not really anymore. Yeah. Like you're going to have to pull someone in, whether it be an interview or this or that
1: Yeah, something intense or something like,
0: like earth shattering yeah your video has to be really good in order for it to just be you in the voice and you behind the camera and stuff like that
1: So, like that whole idea of like just like isolating yourself and like just sticking to yourself and sticking to what you know best and stuff that's like good and all for like spur of the moment things but not the longevity of like a platform or something like that or like your career like you definitely need people and anything i've learned is like yo you need like people around you every level dude the wild dog we wait see you hear them dude they go it's wild like i'll have to film it and throw it into one of these episodes because it's like brought to you by national geographic and it's literally like seeing them in slow motion just like teeth and they're just like and you hear all the sounds. You're like, "Oh my god, is something dead?" And they're like, they just go down and lay down and just like drink water. And it's like nothing. Just it's like it's crazy. These are the only types of dogs that do this. I haven't seen other dogs do this. Like I don't see Chihuahuas doing this shit. Like it's crazy. But I'll I'll show you. It's funny. Genuine uh, hey, animals. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Right now, we're starting in my second office. Right now, like this is gonna continue to blow up because we're trying, we're pushing, and we're elevating each other this whole journey like it's a matter of time before it actually does transcend to that next level without us even like thinking about it or doing big moves it's more of us us continuing to grow and before you know it it's like the brick by brick thing and then it's like half a year later it's like fuck look how many bricks we've already laid we're alright. We? Let's go. Keep going. And then that's like what builds it up even yeah. faster and ramps you up is because you're like, Holy shit, like we've been doing this for long enough that's it's like it's gonna work. So then we won't have to be in my second office. We'll actually have an AC studio, maybe. And then we'll actually have like people that come in and like start filming stuff with us and then we have our own little like No fold show, and it's we need
0: a studio, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just gonna say it right now.
1: Get us a studio if anyone out there is just like in well, I should say Portland because we don't want to drive to like California for a studio, but we could could for like a guest episode or something. I would be down to do that and do like a a, on the road,
0: regardless of any shout outs. I'm just gonna say it right now. Any or no fold, we'll have a studio by we'll come back after like Thanksgiving break to a brand new studio
1: my man this guy throwing out like just giant bids okay cool i'm hot
0: and i need ac Bro, I don't
1: like, know if I he's can like last he's like longer. actually matt we're just gonna move to my house because <laughs> i got <laughs> ac in my other room and we're gonna use it and i'm like yeah okay that's by thanksgiving that's where we'll be at no but that's good i like that by like thanksgiving like we're we're at the next level we're kind of like throwing that bed out there and seeing if it actually holds so i like it well i mean Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I know we're probably way over time. Yeah, I wanted to say, Matt, thank you for coming on to the No Full podcast, being a guest
0: here. I'm so glad to have you. You know, I honestly thought you did pretty great. So I think we'll have you back next week.
1: If that's all right with you, are you available? Are you free? Yeah, I think so. I think I'll have enough space. I think this room is available. I don't know. I'm renting it out on like we work right now and it's like it's tight, man. Yeah, we work in here. So <laughs> So glad to have you on the podcast. So
0: ladies and gentlemen, Thank stay tuned. Guest Matt Floyd will be back next week on the Noble Podcast.
1: Peace out.